passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. <laughs> I will warn you fine people of Sirius XM today uh, that my first guest is Richard Marks. Damn now, right. Now, I'm going to probably take him for a straight hour. Because I had this guy in on my morning show. And, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. When, when Spice says, ah, Richard Marks, I'm like. Ugh. Like every guest I. Like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Everybody trying to be a martyr around here. <laughs> Everybody trying to be a martyr. Look at, look at me. Look at me. Spice boy. I'm bad. I'm you man. told me earlier. That's it. Ah. I'm here for you, Bubba. I know you are. <laughs> what a dick. The guy who books what no guests. What a pandering <laughs> dick. Oh, the guy who gets to leave when strippers arrive and books no guests. I'm, I'm here, for, I'm here you. for you, though. So. I'm like, Richard Marks, I don't know about that guy, man. I got to tell you, I am a fucking Richard Marks fan now. You're a Mark for Marks. I mean, yeah, I'm a Mark for Marks. Manson said, God, that guy's fucking money. Would you yeah. say that you're into Marxism? I, I, I am a Mark for Marks. <laughs> so without further ado, man, let's bring we'll that bring guy him in. in. Let's yeah. bring him in. And I'm going to tell you guys, man, chances are we're going to go an hour with the guy. I mean, seriously. It's pretty funny. And, and he's and, fucking awesome <laughs> on top of it all. Well, yeah. And so, you know, you know, usually if uh, it's a stretch... But I'm just telling you fans right now that, uh, you know, we're going to probably uh, go along with Richard. And if they don't like it, what can they do? Yeah, and if you don't like it, then, Get uh, fucked. you know, exactly. So I guess they're bringing him in right now. Uh, Miller, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Are we getting ready to do a, a Moonshine Miller deal one of these days? I love drinking. Anytime you want to drink. Oh, here comes Richard Marks. Uh, he's walking in. <laughs> he checked Miller's camera shot. He is, he's, sure he's checking. And, uh, you know, I was, telling, I was telling the story a few minutes ago, Richard, that when, you know, Spice, I, I've already forewarned our satellite fans. I'm like, I'm going to probably take Richard as long as I can take him. Not to sound like I'm a homo or nothing. But, <laughs> I was going to say. But, wow. Uh, that sounds I'm not talking weird. about my cock size or anything like that. But I was like, you know, because I think he can stay an hour. And I like to do a whole hour with you. Oh, I you. can go an hour, baby. Can you? Is that what Cynthia says? Shit, yeah. I'll go an hour, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm like, you know, I didn't know about this guy until I had him on my other show. And now I'm, real, I'm a real fucking groupie for this guy almost. I mean, I like this guy. Uh, so anyway, can I tell you I don't a story? Know if my that... endorsement means anything. <laughs> no, I, 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 I feel I feel like we've just gotten a, a we've bond. bonded. Yes. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of something I haven't thought of in a long time. Years ago, I was playing a place. Uh, you probably know. It used to be called the Garden State Art Center. Yeah. In uh, Jersey, mm -hmm. but you know, so we were in town playing a, a show there, and I went and did Howard's show that morning. Right. And regular radio too, just regular K rock. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. And. Um, at one point, he asked me, how long, when you're having sex, how long can you go? And I said, well, what, what, does that include dinner and a movie? Or <laughs> and he said, no, like from penetration to end, how long can you go? What's your, what's your average? And I answered him honestly. Which was? 15 minutes. And he said, that's just bullshit. He didn't say that, but he'd be yeah, honest. He, he, he didn't believe you're, you're, you're a liar. He didn't think you could go that long. He didn't. Think, I said, dude, I feel bad for your wife. If that, if that, if that's a shocking, <laughs> you know, long. Right. I think that's. Just, I don't think that's bragging. I think that's like right. I think Howard's got so much money he feels he can't count some of his money while he's fucking. To be <laughs> right. honest, with you. he's like, you know, this all this fucking time I could be making interest on something. Right. Know, right. Know. That's where he's. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> cut to 
he he kind of calls me out, and I'm like, dude, I'm I'm not lying. I'm being honest. You know, that's about an average. So cut to that night, we're playing Garden State Art Center, and people are always holding up signs and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm playing, and just at the end of the show, I wish I'd seen it earlier. At the end of the show, this really cute girl was holding up a sign that said, "Richard, can you spare 15 minutes?" <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Spice, I don't have my Richard Marks page on my. There's uh, no more button bars. It's up there. The music's there. They're just we can't uh, transfer any music over because there's no room left. Well, but okay, then what? Under what fucking sections it on? I got it right here. I if, mean, if my computer will work here. Yeah, you already fucked up the whole deal earlier. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, isn't that nice? <laughs> isn't that nice that people can talk like the way men really talk? I yeah. mean, you know, we're able to talk like men, and we don't have to worry fuck about yeah. you, know, being, you know being a bunch of homos and shit like that. See, all his songs are there. Well, no, they're not. I don't see it on my. I, is my Clay Aiken cover at, on there? Your, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's play it over here. If you want, I can scroll them over somewhere. Yeah, if you scroll want. them over. Like, uh, what, what are they doing over there? Because there's no room anywhere well, else. And fucking, if something's not there, then you I'm, I'm sorry you had there. to witness this bitch fight, Richard. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> no, but hold on. This is so unprofessional, <laughs> Spice. Why wouldn't you have. You, I mean, you got shit that's not even relevant up there now. I mean, you got. I mean, seriously, why wouldn't you have a Richard Marks page? Because sometimes you ask for irrelevant stuff. I'm not going to ask for Frank Graziano Hulk Hogan, okay? Not when I have Richard Marks in here. We have the Loverboy page fucking loaded up here. When that guy was in here, I get confused with Mike Reno a lot. Yeah, no, you really don't. To be honest with you, you might get, you might get confused with you know some other, but not Mike Reno. No, no. that guy's still living in like 1988. He needs to like <laughs> he needs to get some elastic on that leather. He needs to, guys over 260 don't need to be wearing. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we've actually had one of your other friends in here before, uh, Kevin Cronin. Now that guy's money. I love Old enough to be our father, I think. But yeah. man, I mean, God. He, but he looks great for his age. He does. Amazing, yeah. He, he sold out, though. He went from, you know, you stuck with your Illinois roots. He He's out in L.A., you yeah. know, dabbling out there. Yeah. He probably made some money, though, didn't he? I think so. He wrote a lot of those hits. Now, did you know the Sticks guys? Uh, Ooh, yeah. That seems like a bad subject. <laughs> Ooh, we finally oh. got Richard Marks to shit on somebody here. Hold no, on, no, 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 no. I just, I don't know. I don't, shit I, on him, Richard. I don't shit know any him. of them. I've met Dennis a couple times. and, and uh, It was less than stellar. I, I, Shit on him, Richard. Richard. Come on, know, bring I, it, Rich. I don't know the guy at all. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I have very much in common with him. Take a hot, steamy shit right <laughs> on him. <laughs> so in eighty two, no, you didn't Richard tell him. Says, I he feel lost, we don't have a lot in common. He, list, he, he lost me the first time I met him, and he, he's always been very nice to me. But the first time I met him, we were doing some some event in Chicago where he was performing and I was performing. We weren't playing together, but and there were some uh, like. Symphony musicians, they had like some symphony players mm-hmm. on the show, which was pretty cool, these older guys. And we were walking off the stage, and Dennis was like trying to be like we were bros or something. And, <laughs> and he, I can't even really imagine that. And he said, uh, he said, hey, look bro. at those guys looking at us. It's like they haven't seen a couple of rock stars before. And I, and I stopped, and I looked, and I said, did you just refer to yourself as a rock star? <laughs> He said, "You're fucking right, I did, he buddy." Said, and he said, "No, I referred to us." I said, "Dude, speak for yourself." And like, I, I'm, I gotta go. Oh, oh, man. oh I can't believe he dissed the world's greatest uh, vibrato. Did, did, now, did, did you Mr. Roboto is shitty. I'm a Tommy Shaw fan. Yeah. No, Tommy Shaw's great. Tommy Shaw's cool, and he's a really nice guy. Now, he doesn't refer to himself as a rock star. Growing up in Chicago, you know, in the great radio that Chicago, probably one of the greatest radio cities, you know, obviously yeah. the big three, New York, L.A., anymore, Chicago. No, but, not anymore. It's yeah. been, you know, fucking hacked. Yeah, it's hideous. Uh, yeah, but, like, you know, who who did you grow up listening to? Larry Lujak. No, no, not not personality wise, uh, artist oh, wise. Oh, artist wise, <clears throat> everybody. Mike, you see, my dad 
who was a jingle composer and stuff. My, but my dad was a badass uh, musician, so he played Dick me. Dick Marks, ladies and gentlemen. Dick Marks, big Dick. Yeah, big Dick Marks. Yeah. Um, you think he's well hung? I mean, in all in, in all honesty, uh, I never checked it out. <clears throat> well, I mean, like I know my dad's probably average. You know, I've t- taken a few. Boy, really, he's taken a few loads. Wow. He, does, he just uh, loads uh, a few ganders. Whoa. Well, my dad. Few and I, I gotta out. say, Bubba, you know what? I'm impressed because after all, I mean, I, I can't count the number of interviews I've done. Right. No one's ever asked me about the size of my dad's package. <laughs> well, it was a natural tie-in there, Richard. Uh, you know, I you can know, see the continuity. Name, I saw the where name. you were going. Yeah, you, well, so enough uh, about you. Let's talk about your dad's dick. Well, yeah, now, hold really. on now. Now, hold on, fellas. Did, now, let, let me just back it up a little bit, Richard, motherfucker. Yeah. Now, did, you're not the one that called him Big Dick? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you know, I'm, I, you, want, you threw the adjective in there. So I did Bubba's my like, friend. fuck this guy, Richard Marks. He's such a pussy. I knew he was a fucking mullet-wearing motherfucker back in 89. I knew I used to make fun of him with having no chest Put, hair, some, motherfucker. put some fucking bass in your voice, Richard Marks. <laughs> no, actually, Richard Marks, I got to tell you, I'm most impressed because you were able to, to, to sing the Bee Gees a few minutes ago when we had you in here. And I, we all were like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. you know, that's Richard Marks just singing the Bee Gees. There's but no... you did say that your father, you called him Big Dick before I did. And, yes. you know, when you say the word Big Dick, you think that, you know, maybe a guy's well hung. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. I, I have total white man's disease. So. Yeah. I'm not a very, I'm not, most of us aren't well hung in here, I don't think, to be honest with you. Not that I've looked. Spice, you probably got the biggest dick of all, don't you think? Yes. Yes, I think so. Yes. <laughs> when in well, doubt, just say. Sure. Yeah. Like, but who did you grow but, up but with? But the real question is, how big was my dad's yeah. dick? Like, uh, that's that's yeah. really what people yeah. debate. Yeah. 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 Your dad father's dick, man. Uh, <laughs> how about ACDC? Like, we all, I mean, you had to, you of know, course. big ACDC fans. Of course. Of course. Um, Kiss? No, I was never in a Kiss Never fan. in a Kiss fan. No. no, never in a Kiss. Can't blame uh, you But I've got one. some, I've, ha- I have, how dare you? I've gotten to hang out with Gene Simmons a couple times, and he's cool. But well, I, that motherfucker can make some money now, can he? Oh, no, but. How big is his dick? Well, I don't know, but his dad's dick is huge. <laughs> he's probably got, po- but you know, knowing Gene Simmons, he's probably got Polaroids of his dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like 10,000 of them. Now, back in the day, I don't know who had better hair, hair, you or Gene Simmons. Like, you both had serious volume happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Gene's got volume anymore. <laughs> no, but he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot more money. Gene Simmons he can buy, paid, he has can not, buy all the hair he needs. Motherfucker's <laughs> never had an agent. He said, when I find somebody that deserves 10% of my money, I'll let you know. I haven't found it yet. Gene's a good guy. A really good guy. I know the last time they came to town about eight years ago, Brent, Hogan and I were in the backstage area, and Gene was settling up. With yeah, the building that night. I was night. back there, yeah. He was back there settling he wanted up. a merch count. He said, really? he, he told his guys to get me a merch oh, count. Oh, and they get it. And you know what? They're one of the very few, but they get a cut of concessions. I didn't know that. Uh huh. And he wanted a cup count and everything. I mean, he's <laughs> wow. like, oh, you have no idea. I mean, he's a Jewish man, a very smart man. <laughs> I was yeah. recording at a studio in LA years ago, and I hadn't seen him in a long time. And, uh, and you know, it's two grand a day or something like that for the studio. I mean, it wasn't cheap. And, and Gene came in, he just walked into the control room where I was sitting, and, and, and he's like, man, how you doing? He gives me a hug, and he said, listen, I need a favor. I need a favor. Uh, <laughs> it's Paul Stanley's birthday, <laughs> and uh, I have four strippers, and we need a place to surprise him with the strippers. Can we use your, because every studio has a lounge. Right. He was like, can I use, and he offered to pay me like a fraction of my studio. <laughs> you pay $2,000, i will give you Everything's a business $122, like, Richard. dude, use the lounge. <laughs> Just, you know. Everything comes with a price. Yeah. Richard, I know you wouldn't want those whores yeah. in there, but I'll give you $126.46. It was a business transaction. I was like, Shake right here and mean it like a man. I said, dude, I'm your buddy. Use the use the lounge. Strip away. At least he offered to pay. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Are it you, was cool. Are you familiar with OAR, the band OAR? Yeah. We had them in here, and uh, I didn't know if you guys, how, if you've heard of 
those guys. They, yeah. They've kind of lately uh, done it uh, the, the new style way with regards to they started out at Columbus, right, Spice, and, and in Ohio State. Uh, and well, then, they did the college campus circuit. College they, campus you know, circus right. then, and then they uh, and then they did never really did they ever really get a label spice or they've been yeah always- no no they're they're signed to a label but um but but their their deal is really unique with the label let's put it that way yeah, they're, you they're able to have a lot of control over it and Mark's probably the really next coolest guy next to Richard you know Mark and the boys mm-hmm. that we've had in here uh, they were the great bunch of guys too I mean. Oh, absolutely. Now, when it comes to, uh, you know, bands that are that are going around, like I know uh, you wrote a song on uh, Lifehouse's new album, you right? You are, Spice, you are so fucking well-researched, it's unbelievable. I know, I know everything about you. I even know well, how big your grandfather's dick fuck is. fuck that. <laughs> Hold on, Richard. Fuck him, because, you know, he didn't have to sit here and keep the show moving around. He sits here as computer nerd boy fuck, and, you know, we're not even paying attention to what we're saying, and he's Googling shit. Over there, all about all Richard, Richard, what Richard has to say. But he knows that I wrote a song on the new Lifehouse. Yeah, you know, which I'm a big you, fan of Lifehouse. He, he, he could probably tell you about Cynthia's in the Flash dance and and the Xanadu and all that shit, uh-huh. just because Dirty nothing dancing. he cares. She was in Toto's video. But he's got all she that was. shit right behind. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's allowed to cheat because he doesn't have to hold the show up like I do. That's called but yes, research. Lifehouse. <laughs> Lifehouse. You, yeah. were going, you were going somewhere. Well, no, well, Lifehouse is one of those bands that's sort of like, uh, along the same vein as OAR as far as like talent yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, you know, so when you, when, you write a, when you write a song for Lifehouse, do you demand points or cash or... Is it? I mean, of he does. is it like you think he's an idiot? Like both? you are, does things for fucking <laughs> you free up front? Yeah. Like what do you? No. What's your plan with Lifehouse? Because I'm sure they're your boys. Listen, let me tell you something. Uh, Lifehouse and Daughtry, and I, and the Lifehouse song was me and Chris Daughtry and Jason from Lifehouse. That okay, that song together. Um, uh, Lifehouse has been on my iPod ever since. Hanging by a moment. Okay. Yep. So when a band like that that I'm a fan of anyway wants me to like come and help them out with their shit, I'm. You giving them a freebie? Absolutely. Oh, that's well, cool. No, no, I mean, wow. I, if, if the song cool. makes money, I make, I make whatever, you know. Okay. Make. All right. Well, so, um, so he gets a full writing But credit. I don't ever, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know of anybody that charges like a fee to come and walk <laughs> in the room and write a song. Unlike you, Spikes, that charge people to go to their, uh, you know, Well, I thought that's what it's shit. all about. I mean, to write a song for somebody. I thought that's, you're a that's an interesting idea, though. What about, Backside well, points. What about the art, Spikes? I agree with you, but I mean, fuck, like if man. some artist, if you're that good I at what you do, somebody's got to pay for it. Sparse, Spice is the most selfish asshole we know, fellas. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, you know. but I, but I like it. Be a rock, I like where this is going because if it was an artist that I wasn't really a fan of, and they were like, "Hey, we we want you to come and write a song," I'd be like, "Okay, I want this much money before I even get in the car." Well, yeah, I mean, you're you're obviously a great songwriter. You you should be paid handsomely for your talents to 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 write a song that's going to be great for some other band. Yeah, it's just not how we do it. Speaking that of sucks. iPods, can I give you the one song? Because I played him, he Bubba was went away. He yeah, because what I was Spice was being a fucking asshole. Oh. So anyway, um, this is the one guy that's kind of in your era, okay. uh, and it kind of has that you know not necessarily like the most toughest guy type deal. But man, I'm such a group, and you every there's not a guy in this room that this particular song doesn't doesn't pick you up every time I play this off my iPod. Even you, Brent, the most hard nosed you know Kiss, Danzig, Henry Rollins, Misfits, shit that you like. This song always gets us in a great mood, and I wanted to get your opinion on either the artist or the song. Okay, okay. stand by. Do you, know, do you know? Are you are you you and Bruce friends? No, I've met him, but we're not friends at all. But that's my second favorite Hornsby song. Seriously, my favorite is Every Little Kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah, we. Uh, this this puts us in such. This song here just puts us in such a great mood for some reason. Yeah, but you know what? You can. It's okay to. It's okay for guys to like Bruce Hornsby because. You know he he didn't do anything wrong. Like he he didn't he was never a pussy and he never did anything. Um, he was I mean, just tickling the ivory. He's got a ton of talent. I mean, that's that's yeah. what I, I, I made a lot of money. Of talent. Yeah. And he played with the dead. 
Yeah. Oh, he did? I didn't know that. Yeah, he played with the dead. Can, so. can I tell you our other song? I just want to I want to get your opinion. So it does, does, this, does this a decent song? I mean, the way it is? It's a great song. Okay, so you like that. Yeah, that's uh, just the way it is. Yeah, Brent, it's a great song. Brent, can I show him? You know the other song I'm going to play. What's the one that I when I need to pick pick me up? Don't don't say it. I think okay. you know. Hold on, stand by. I want, but I wanted to get Bruce Horn. I wanted to get uh, Richard Marx's opinion on it. Bruce Hornsby was my first one. I got to find it. I like that. Here, I, I got a Henry Rollins story for you. Too. <laughs> oh, please. That's our boy. <laughs> please say it. Why? 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 Find it off my iPod. Really? Yes, please. Because so Henry's this, a very good friend of ours. There's so, okay. Well, then you can help me out with this. Um, there's some stupid show on VH1 that was on years ago when. They would have people who have nothing better to do that would come on and comment on other people's accomplishments. Yeah, they still accomplishments. do that shit. Yeah. 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 Like the pop-up talking heads, guys. Well, Henry was one of those people uh-huh. uh, that, you know, because he had nothing else to do, I guess. Um, so he was <laughs> commenting on the other people that they were profiling. And one of the people on the show was me. And I've never met this guy in my life. <laughs> but his comment was, you know what? I used to write letters to him to just say, just quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's hate. <laughs> and he was so, he, his, his hatred for me was so, uh, like, it was, it was palpable. It was, and I, and so. Yeah, but it, do you want to know the fucked up part? He probably did write letters. Like, that's his yeah. style. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah. yeah and then just, somebody asked me about it, and I said, you know, am I supposed to be worried about what some guy who looks like somebody's prison bitch thinks about me. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't, oh, wow. don't ever say that to his face. Oh, he's, he's a big, thick dude. Oh, he's, have, a, he's have, a mean motherfucker. Yeah, uh, well, guess what? I don't think him quick, and Richard Marks are running the same Sing a Henry word. Rollins song. <laughs> quick, quick. You're a liar. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. I want to I play this. I want a battle between <laughs> yeah, Rollins yeah, yeah. and Richard Marks. I like Marks. that. Now, Richard, I wanted to get your well, opinion on this song, okay? I know you know it. Okay. And uh, this, is, uh, this, is my, this is my favorite song. Probably, Brent, I wouldn't say my favorite song in life, but just like when I need to pick me up. Oh, look at everybody. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Hold oh, on. That's now, an awesome song. Now you're, you're fagging me out on that one, Rich. I had to pop up on that one now. No, really. No, I'm pissed. I, no, I'm not pissed. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ragging on you it. You know what it is? Yeah. What is it? It's uh, CSNY, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look, he even shortened it up, CSNY. Yeah. So the new, I don't think Neil Young is on this. No, he is Something isn't. Road. Something Road. Mm-hmm. No. Southern Cross. Southern Cross. It's good, yeah. I just like the, you know what? I just like the harmony. I got nothing against. Kind of like the old Chicago shit back in the day, like twenty five, six, two, four. Yeah, I mean, the, like the, Robert Lamb, he was yeah, the badass. They don't make shit like that anymore. Yeah, you know? don't. I mean, that's that, I, I don't necessarily know what the meaning of Southern Cross is. I've mm. never really listened to the words. I just like how they come in and harmonize, like the sweet, sweet Judy Blue Eyes. I just kind of, I mean, you know. See what I when I'm in a pissy mood or if I'm kind of down, um, the one song that never fails is "Do You Remember." Oh God! Who sings that? Yeah. Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, Fire. That's just strong. that intro. Yeah. Yep. How about this right the here? Horns. Well, you, you just can't go wrong. You just can't go wrong with that. Oh. Saturday in the Park. Yeah. Oh yeah. Robert Lamb, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. This one you're growing up to, WLS. Those horns, you don't hear uh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You just don't hear shit those like that. Those horns are killer. Oh. <laughs> think there's some black guys, like some Louis, like some Dizzy Gillespie's playing that horns. <laughs> think of some studio musicians. What do you think? No, that's all guys from the band. Oh, yeah. it is. It's a big band. How big was the band? It was a big Huge. band. Nobody made, nobody made any money. Waiting for the break. 
We had uh, who was the guy Brent from? Um, who was the guitar? Leslie uh, West. Leslie West. Leslie, Leslie West. West from Mountain. From um, was it from Mountain? Mountain. Yeah. And Mississippi Queen. Remember Mississippi Miss, Miss, Mississippi Queen? Yeah. And uh, and we had him in here, and he. Uh, he got so pissed off because we had Guitar Hero. <laughs> with his song on it. With his song on it. And he, couldn't, play it. and he couldn't play it, and he was so fucking pissed off. This oh. isn't the guitar. This, this isn't is the fucking guitar. Fucking That's bullshit. bullshit. It ain't how it's supposed to go. <laughs> like, well, then you play it. And he goes, well, I don't fuck. Well. But then he picked up his real guitar and fucking schooled That's everybody. So, yeah. 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 Now, yeah. speaking of which, Richard, I mean, can you play anything for us? Yeah, I sure. I mean, uh, you know. I have a request. See, not only is he a singer, but he can actually fiddle a little bit, too. I have a request. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. as long as we're here the talking. The Lifehouse song? No, no, no. No, because <laughs> that's what I'd like to play. Oh. Well, uh, why, why, that would why, be good. Why, as long as we're here talking shit about people, yeah. uh, I notice you, you don't you don't take too kindly to John Mayer sometimes about, about some of the guys. Hey, his body's a wonderland. Being, like, self-indulged. Like, I personally, I like John Mayer's music and stuff like that, but you wrote a song about John Mayer, which is on YouTube, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> Who did? Richard did? Yeah, live in a concert. Uh. <laughs> Oh, we got we we got we got to well, get that. John kind of started. John dissed me uh, on VH1. It, it, Same kind of thing. People go on VH1. They dissed me. Um, so I I did a gig right after all this stuff broke because you know next to Chris Brown actually beating down a, a girl, the, the next worst thing is to like you know talk shit about a girl. And it's lame. And say how good she is in bed. So I wrote the song. You want to hear? Yeah, uh, this is great. Richard Marks, ladies and gentlemen, with his John Mayer. Uh, uh, Ain't nobody that he wants dearer than the face he sees in the mirror. He hangs on his own every word. It's the sweetest sound he's ever heard. Uh, and he makes one thing very clear. Nobody loves John Mayer as much as John Mayer <laughs> And it must be hard to breathe in such rarefied air He gives interviews about tapping that ass Yeah, he gets new meaning to having no class And nobody loves John Mayer as much as John Mayer Thank you very much yeah. oh, Nice I like that. <clears throat> That's a hit. I like that. That's, 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 really that's kind of catchy. That's I mean, real catchy. Yeah, you should catchy. actually put that on a record. Yeah, right? <laughs> but there's no more B-sides. Some, some of my finest work. <laughs> Remember when we were growing up, there used to be awesome. B-sides. B-sides, right, exactly. Now there's, yeah. now, now there's no such thing as now B-sides. pretty much all B-sides. Yeah, now they're just, uh, you know, download willies. <laughs> now, what do you, now what, do you, what do you got for us uh, acoustic-wise uh, here, Richard? Uh, I can play whatever you want. Well, I mean, I'm going to play. Could you play Mississippi Queen by Mountain? <laughs> 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 I can play one of my oldies, or I can play this new Lifehouse song. I like to hear the new Lifehouse, followed by one of your oldies, followed by Staying Alive. <laughs> in, in that order. Hey, Big Dick, have somebody go to... Uh, no, I'm Little See Dick. if you can find me. Oh, that's Big Dick over there. I'm oh. talking about your dad. Uh, see if you can find me the acoustic <laughs> version of Staying Alive, if you guys can get that off. On that uh, website that Manson uses. Am I playing now? Yeah, oh yeah, whatever. It's your, it's your, it, this is your place. This is the song I wrote with Jason and Chris. up and down these hallways Second guessing every thought fly Just spinning around in circles Drowning in the silence Screaming with nothing left to say Every time I reach for 
something like that. Nice. Nice. How about one of the classics, though? The one, how about the one that made you, you made the most money off of? Well, we got the handler in here. He wants to make a couple adjustments so he can uh, uh, validate his job. <laughs> That's just a validation of job right there. You're like, man, Richard, yep, you're, you're way good. Off. I'm still on payroll. <laughs> well, this one was, this is the one we were talking about. Um, my mother came to Hazard when I was just seven. Even then, the folks in town said with prejudice died. That boy's not right Three years ago when I came to know Mary First time that someone looked beyond the rumors and the lies I saw the man inside We used to walk down by the river She loved to watch the sun go As we're on Sirius Satellite Radio now, we didn't, they didn't get to hear the earlier part. But to actually, Richard, uh, and back in the day type deal, when even us DJs were looking for jobs, you had to get a cassette uh, and send it out to a program director when they used to have, have cassettes. And you try to get a good quality one, like a Max L or, or something like that, or a chromed one or right. a Dobie, Dobie <laughs> the SR. Were like, Ooh, yeah. They were too expensive, though. <laughs> yeah. And so you, get a, you try to get a good one like it mattered. And Rich, Richard actually sent his stuff uh, from, from the Chicagoland area to, to L.A., Hollywood. EMI, everybody turned him down. And it finally, somehow, uh, somebody of a somebody of a somebody of a somebody got uh, his demo. Now, on that demo, Richard, what was on that demo? Was it just your backing vocals of, of your dad's jingles, or was it actual no, no, solo no. stuff? It was my song. It was my first handful of songs. Now, what would, what were those? Anything that we ever heard? Yeah, I'll tell you. Here's a song that every record company turned down. Every record company. Now, and this is one that Lionel heard. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone said that shit. Yeah, and it was it wasn't like it was a really bad version of the what became the record. It was right. the, the demo became the record. Do you right. think do you think they didn't hear it and they just pass it off or did they actually call you and go, Yeah, that's not for us? Um A lot of times you don't even get a call back, do you? A lot you, of times you don't get a call back. There were a couple of people that, that were specific and they were like, you know, we don't hear hits, uh, you don't look right. Um, now look pro- right. Did they see your hair? They saw the fallet. Yeah, yeah. I saw, had the fallet too. Yeah, he had the fallet. Yeah, right. He fucked up mullet. <laughs> yeah. Rocking the fallet. He was smuggling. He was smuggling a poodle on top of his head. <laughs> and and and. But let me ask you a question. You were now, so now, you what, had now what had you done though? This is at like at 16, 17, right? 17 ish. Yeah. In Chicago now. You know what had you done? Like had you been performing in little gigs or had you been doing stuff up to the, prior to that? Anything at all? Really? Just, I, I mean, I didn't come up. Th- I, I was not a guy that played in bands and in stuff. 
And just, just I didn't start playing live until was it was it acoustic like out. that or was it just uh, no it was, it was in a studio 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 e using your uh, using your dad's stuff or just places yeah. that he recorded in well my dad had this amazing studio in Chicago I mean he was because uh, he was so busy as a jingle composer and producer but and that's the infamous who Dick Marks who big Dick big Dick Marks big Dick um, but he used to I I had to pay for studio time just like everybody else my dad made me pay for it what was studio time going <laughs> well, for he back was then? a big I mean, dick I think he cut me I think he cut me a break but <laughs> your dad was like Gene Simmons yeah yeah because like, Gene Simmons would have charged you got to teach this kid a fucking lesson now motherfucker no, there's nobody nobody rides free on Big Dick's tab hey, buddy you I'll know tell you that right now no. it's like I had to pay for my first I, car I, he'll, he'll tell you, I busted my ass to get where I am today Richard I'm telling you that right now nothing's for free I had to walk 900 miles up up uphill and I really yeah and I really appreciated it and I understood it I had to walk Colonel Elgin one time to date your mom and I and I do the same thing with my boys and right. they're like fuck you <laughs> no fuck grandpa for starting all <laughs> now, now when it comes to the jingle stuff i know you mentioned one on the on the earlier show but uh your dad the, he was a jingle composer what were some of the most famous ones that he came up with when a boy wakes up smiling face has been dreaming about raising land and there's two scoops raisins in a package of Kellogg's raisin brand any others ask any mermaid you happen to see What's the best tuna? Chicken, Chicken of, of the, the sea. sea. My dad wrote that. <laughs> and you're still getting paid on it. No. But, no, that was, a, that was the thing that was so fucked about the jingle business is that the composers, he, um, you had to sell your, your song to the client. Like you got a one-timer. But he, he, the volume of work he did, he was doing three and four sessions a day, and he produced them, so he was... He did great, but he he didn't make the kind of coin that songwriters do. He didn't get the royalties on. Now was he? Because if he would have gotten the royalties, like on the on the, the two scoops of raisins and the chicken, I mean, oh my god, yeah, he would have been in a jet. Now you always like going around. Like I was talking to your, your 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 manager, and he was saying you'll go around like humming shit, and you'll write it down and stuff like that. So I could imagine you humming stuff as a kid. Would your dad rip off any of your shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. He, he didn't need any help. I mean, my dad was just like he could come up with a hook. Under pressure, right now. I mean, he was like he'd have a client, a you know, badass. you know, you know, like Kellogg, something. Boom. Yeah, he'd have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad was a badass, and he was a he was a brilliant musician too. So, did what? What your dad think of all? You know, when you, you know, when when you were really hitting hard he was, and he was really, thirty million records. He was really proud, and we got to work together. My dad, um, you know, I, like I had this big hit called "Now and Forever." Oh yeah, another sappy pussy love song um <laughs> that was a big hit for me and, and there's a string quartet on it and he did the arrangement on that and he's in the video now did you ever get somewhat you know being a a, a very established guy in the industry did you ever say ah oh, richard you know you might want to do something this and do something that or was he no you know? he was he didn't he was great i mean he was we were best friends i mean he he uh he gave me tremendous business advice um he he taught me early on about the business part of the music business right have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 
largest 5G network. Choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Which is horrible. Um, which is brutal, but, you know, it's why, it's why I kept my publishing. I mean, I would probably would have signed away my... Writes a long time. Did you stash your money? I mean, like from the from the start, like when you, when you got that first check, were you going out blowing it? No. Were you like, fuck? No. Look I don't know how long this is going to go look for. Look at him. He's I'm conservative. He's Chicago a, guys. He's a white boy. He's not fucking fifty <laughs> cents. Do that. Yeah. We don't do that. Well, that's your the, question. Don't batter me. No, it's a stupid ass question. Look part at the guy. of it is part of it is just sort of the Midwest Chicago thing. I think mm-hmm. you know we're just a little bit we're just sort of inherently more responsible or whatever. What was that first big check you got? Like, you know... That knocked your socks off. That said, holy shit. um, I'm getting paid. It it took a (laughs) while, you know? The the money comes a lot later. Like a year? Yeah, it was at least a year. Yeah. I mean, I was still... Was it it a million? I was still... No, but it was was probably half a million bucks when I finally... Say, honey... Look at this fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we did have a nice dinner that night. That's for right. sure. That's did a beater? Sure. Did a beater flash dance Santa do worldly? Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the genius uh, part of it. When she did Dirty Dancing, when Cynthia did Dirty Dancing, she had already had a couple of hit movies, Flash Dance and Staying Alive with John Travolta. <clears throat> and Dirty Dancing was made for I think four million dollars or something like that, or maybe even less than that. It's still making money today. Well, yeah. she, they they couldn't pay her what she was, you know, getting at oh, that time. Oh, backside. So I said, she got oh, baby, backside, tell, them, tell them you'll do it for a point. Oh, just, just one measly little point. And they gave her a point. Oh, oh shit. Oh. And we've had to, you know, we've had to sue them like 10 times to get to get her money. <laughs> and then you had to get like a forensic accountant but, to go in there and all that you bullshit. You know what? And that's sort of like, the, the, it's in all her, her, all her money goes to charity, which is really cool. I did um, not know that. Yeah. What's her charity of choice, Richard? Or well, just, we just, have we have a we have a charity uh, trust 
Okay. You know, so that it sort of distributes to a bunch of different charities that we See, like. See, she's got some good roots. She's a Nashville girl. She's a Nashville girl. So, you know, you didn't date some thug-ass bitch from L.A. <laughs> you, you found a good girl from Nashville. No, I, I dated the thug-ass bitch from L.A. before I started dating Cynthia. <laughs> right, so and I, found out that I that's not difference. where you wanted to be. Yeah, exactly. exactly. When you had to sell your soul to get a record deal. Yeah. Spice, what are you going to say? Well, I was going to ask, uh, how how, uh, how much did it affect her when when uh, when Patrick Swayze passed away? Was it one of those things where you guys both were crushed, or were you like, all right, whatever? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was neither. Um they weren't really close. Um, she and Jennifer Gray um, are friendly. Um, the, she didn't really... Did you guys go to the funeral? No. No, no, no. We weren't really friends with him. Um, felt bad, but I mean... <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> no, I mean, it was sad. I right, mean, it was, right. The guy was young, but I mean, pancreatic, you know, pancreatic cancer, it's, sort of, it's game over. No, I mean, I don't mean to be flip about it. It's like, you know, Michael Landon had pancreatic... I mean, all these guys that are seen like such virile healthy guy it's not like any other kind of pancreatic cancer you're fucked you're just fucked so it was really sad yeah. but nope. thanks but thanks for uh keeping the interview so positive now with oh, spice yeah you can see, talk about you, starving children in india now no, and, but uh, you can see my pain kinda. he's like i call him a counter programmer he's just a fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> you know he, 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 he all he does make, well come on now we all gonna sit here and just make me leave like that didn't happen now nah, she was um <laughs> she was uh she was uh in the video of for toto for was she in toto's video yeah, she was Rosanna in the Rosanna Yeah, she video. was the Rosanna. Yeah. That, along, was, that was a big song. Walking Along the Fence. Oh, yeah. I used, I, well, that, I, that was before I met her. <laughs> that was before you'd made it, too, wasn't it? Well, it was way before I made it, but it was before I met her. Well, I know that. I know that. I mean, okay, saying. you don't have to yell. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now you're pissed at me. I'm just, just because I'm sitting next see, to Spice. See, yeah, Richard, he's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> he, you know. Spice, at the end of the day, don't uh, forget who signed your paycheck, asshole. <laughs> I fucking signed your paycheck. I know. So anyway, Richard, uh, I wanted to know. It's like I say to Billy. Hey, man, there's a fine line between humor and unemployment. Exactly. And that cheesy mustache that you're kicking sometimes is funny and sometimes looks like a child molester. I don't fucking quite get it. He does have a van with the windows all blacked out. It's you're either a Key West, it's either a Key West, either you're a cop or you're a homo. I don't quite understand. And just because he carries chloroform and duct tape with him everywhere yeah. we go, it's... He might be on the not-to-be-trusted list. Maybe. I'm telling you that right now. Maybe. He might be on the no-fly list just on that uh, cheesy-ass mustache. Since you were a solo musician, like, to start, <laughs> when you had to get a band, was it tough to choose a band to kind of to travel with it all? Or were uh, you, no, I was, really, I, th- I, I was pretty smart about that because, I, like we were talking about, I didn't come up, you know, playing in clubs and yeah. stuff. So when I started, when I put a, my first band together, I was a newbie. And so I surrounded myself uh, not only with good players, but guys that were road veterans so my guitar player was a guy named Paul Warren, um, who I'm still friends with, and he had already toured with Tina Turner and some other people. So Did you was, pay them very, very well? Or was no, it sort of we standard? all got Dude. shit money. We all <laughs> we were staying at the fucking Days Inn every day. You know, it was just or we're on the bus mm-hmm. if we had a bus. I mean, the first couple of months it was a van. I mean, it was like classic. Deuce Pang, dude. And, I, and that was with a hit song. Now by you the got way. fucking Adam Lambert out there rolling around in a goddamn tour bus wearing guy liner. Wow. And I, keep, I keep having people tell me that they think that he sounds like me. No, I didn't say that. I don't know who the fuck he Ooh. is. I know who you are. I don't know who Adam Lambert is. But, I mean, he doesn't sound like me, right? No. And I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on him at all. I but just I don't, did hear I don't you hear can that. sound like Barry and or Andy Gibb. I can. Right. Just instrumental? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Come on I, now. Except I don't know the lyrics. That's okay. Just pull okay, it. Okay, go. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time at all. Music land. Women walk. I've been kicked around since I was born. You know it's all right. It's okay. You may look the other way. But we can't try to understand the New York Times effect on man. Whether you're a brother or whether you're a mother, you're staying alive. 
the city breaking and everybody shaking and we're staying alive, staying alive. Catch me in a couple hours, no. for God's Richard, sake. Richard, is that an all-time first? Have you, and, you know, you've done a couple things now today on the radio. You have, uh, we've talked about your father's penis, and we've, <laughs> and we've now had you uh, do your uh, karaoke version of Staying Alive. That might be first on both. Sadly, that's true. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad yeah, thing. I hope we don't go not. down in infamy. But can you do Robin Gibb? You can do Barry Gibb, but can you do Robin Gibb? I don't know what Robin sounded I, I like. I can't really distinguish. Did he, did, was, he ready? Get, was he able to get the <laughs> cock out of his mouth long enough to be able to sing? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to sing with a cock in your mouth, it turns out. I've not done it before, but one would say. I can only do the opening line of this song, but it sounds like this. I started a joke, which started the O word laughing. Maybe I couldn't sing. Sounds like Roddy McDowell or something. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. <laughs> now, you told, me, you told me like this one. This is a great song. People forget this song. I was perceptive. I heard. I. I, I knew you liked this. And this is Barry Gibb singing like a dude. Oh, it is. Yeah. He's not falsetto. Well, he, he gets high later, but check it out. This yeah. is how great he was. He untucked it. his cock and decided to get his balls back. This is him as a guy. It's a great song. Robin. You're Robin? Well, I have to <laughs> <laughs> They had to throw him a bone. Oh, you did not want me to. I won't stop my love in you. I can't stay away. Blame it all. I'm blaming it all. That's how Richard Marks, by the way. Anyway, we didn't know that he was such a big uh, Bee Gees fan. I don't know if we, we brought it up or he did. And we're like, oh, we were actually talking about them a few days ago. Remember that? Yeah, this we is, were. This yeah. is going a long way to prove Henry Rollins' point. But. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude, I wrote him a letter. Did you get the fuck out of the business, buddy? Hey, tell Henry, you know, a guy that sold 30 million records, you want him to get out of the business. Come just, on, Henry, lighten up. Well, just, just so we you know, know he's trying to say the West Memphis Three. You got to understand where he's, where he's coming from when he's saying that is because I was one of his fans. Because I know. Because okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> Why is everybody so fucking confrontational around here? Because I'm trying to finish a sentence. Okay. <laughs> around here, it's impossible with me being the fucking boss. Continue on. Black Flag and the Misfits and the punk rock scene in the early 80s, uh-huh. the whole deal was to hate anyone that the mainstream accepted. So it wasn't necessarily Yeah, but you know what? Here's where it's bullshit. Here's where I call bullshit. That's right. He, Say it, Richard Mark. Then, he, then I've seen him. He had that like, cheesy interview show, and he had like major like corporate rock people on, and he was sucking their cocks. <laughs> <on> the <show. laughs> but that's now. I'm talking about where uh, he's coming from. From then, but this was just a couple years ago. Because <laughs> <on me. laughs> fuck that asking, guy. Fuck well, that now, guy. Hold on, I love Henry too. But I mean, he uh, kind of if, 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 if he, sold, he sold out the corporate if he's on pop-up videos. He's not on. Well, he's on on VH1. They probably. What Brent said, I think what Brent's saying is, is when they, when they did the pop up video interview, <laughs> they, they, he was about, he was referring maybe he was referring to his his attitude back in then the in 80s. the eighties. Yeah. 
but either way, we're all trying yeah, to cover. If, if you want to tell him to go fuck himself, that's <laughs> right up now. Here. We're both in a little, we're again, like a, we're again, a little bit of a slippery spot because again, we're trying to be quick, friends with both people. We're quick, trying to be whorish to both. But quick, sing a Henry Rollins song. <laughs> You're a liar, and you lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody, somebody emailed me. It says that uh, they go. Richard Marks was the original Justin Timberlake. He was the first white guy I ever saw on BET with a mullet. Did you get play on BET? Yeah. What song? That's pretty fucking awesome. It was this song called I Don't Know Why I Keep Coming Back to You, Babe. I had Luther Vandross singing background. Yeah, that's a little bit of a you know, kind of a hip deal. Yeah, it was cool. You miss Luther? That guy was the Very man, dude. Much. He was so, he was the best. That guy was fucking awesome. And he was the funniest fucking guy you ever met in your life. Was he, was that a heart attack deal? Stroke. Stroked Ugh. out. Too Ooh. heavy. Yeah. Was yeah. it too heavy? Yeah, he was. He's big, a big guy. He's yeah, a big boy. shitty. Now, you know, a lot of people, as we started talking about earlier, the Lionel Richie deal. Do you still keep in contact with Lionel? I mean, he gave you your break. He, he this is when he made his first. Was it his first solo album? Yeah. And it was uh, like, and he couldn't find the right backing background. Right, and right. he said, "Hey," I, and then somebody said, "Well, there's this kid from a somebody handed me something from something from something. It's got a three one two fucking area code." Uh, and uh, and he and he called and he called you guys. Spent thirty minutes on the phone. Yeah. And you thought it was your boy screwing with you. I thought somebody was fucking with me. So are you guys still in contact? I a fingered bit? a girl, not Mishawaki, really. Indiana. Not like in a, not like, <laughs> not in a bad way. It's just you know, like we're. we're Richard, it's me, Lano. Uh, Boobity, you owe me everything, motherfucker. Give me some money. <laughs> Nicole's going through a real tough fucking time, man. I need some money for baby mama. Write me a song, bitch. He had me sing on this song. You are the sun. You are the rain. Remember that song? That oh, was yeah. strong. That was eight. <laughs> um, I went to, listen to this. It was like 1980. I probably shouldn't have given her a dress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it was, was that, Richard, was that, was it solo album 81, 82? 82. Yeah. I went to uh, Mishawaka, Indiana, and we went to Showbiz Pizza. And then we went to, yeah. Real that. romantic. Imagine that, me going to a fucking pizza joint. And she was hot, and me and my friend Larry Plumber picked up these two bitches in Mishawaka, and then we went to the Showbiz Pizza, and then we went. They wanted to buy a. They wanted to buy a record, an album. Back when they used to have thirty, you know, albums. Boy, Mister Chester and Lester Mustache is on point, isn't he? He can adjust your. He can adjust your guitar brand and now give he's you a couple. Me my, my voice brew. And um, we went out and bought the new Lionel Richie solo album, and so we went down to her A-frame. And her dad was gone. He was like a traveling salesman, and I fingered the shit out of her while while Lionel was on. Lionel had a fuzzy mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 What do you mean? Talking in code. Yeah, well, in code. Lionel had the black B- mullet. The oh, I, mullet. I thought you said fuzzy moment. Fuzzy like, mullet. I was like, Lionel fingered her too? <laughs> I didn't even know that, man. She was Probably. quite horrid. How many fingers did you get in her? Oh, I don't even know back then. I mean, I think I was just glad to be in the now, general proximity. I now, mean, back now then. Now clap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you were growing up in the in the Midwest, like me and Richard, we're all, we're almost the same age. You're only like three years older than me, Richard. I think. What are you? Forty seven. I'm forty six. Oh, you're two years older than me. So I mean, you know, I was a sophomore in high school. I just got my driver's license, and for a girl to be giving you some, just to even be rubbing her pussy, I mean, that was a big deal. When's the first? When did you first get laid? I didn't get laid until about I was four a years ago. Yeah, really. That's forty two. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about Ringo Starr? How was he? Awesome. Yeah, not a bad word to say about Ringo. Hey, way to cut me off on my subject. Single. I had, a, I was going to talk about his virginity there. Oh, go, fucking Ringo Starr. It's, 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 it's a boring story. Kind of more boring than me, man. I was born it's a fat really kid boring. in Warsaw, Indiana, until <laughs> until I became famous on radio and I get no pussy hardly. Yeah, I didn't. I got late, way late, way yeah. late. Mine um, was mine was a freshman in college. Yeah, I was almost. It was almost that. You're, see, you're not as much as a loser as I am, are you? Just barely. Thanks for hanging me it, out. It yeah. could have been a matter of months, buddy. But wait a second, you were a. You, I mean. 
you were singing all these sappy songs and writing all this stuff, and you couldn't get any, you couldn't parlay that in the pussy. Fuck, who the fuck are you calling sappy? That's what he was writing. That's what he was writing. It's okay if I say it. That's what he was writing those fucking sappy songs about, not getting no pussy. It's endless nights and fucking without you. I'm waiting for you. I was like, I was like, I didn't get that, you know, if I'd been like, the kind of guys that were getting laid were the kind of guys who were like, hey, bitch, they were getting laid. Right, right. I was like holding doors open for girls and like and that was getting singing you know them her. songs. Girls at, want you to beat time. them deep down. I mean, you know, look at Rihanna. She wants to get her ass whipped. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, girls, I mean, bring every, every, I mean, every girl's got a sick dark wanting to get beat side to them. <laughs> Ringo. Ringo. Uh, uh, yeah, Ringo. yeah. So uh, over to Ringo. Uh. Ringo. Uh, I toured with Ringo about three years ago on, the, on one of those tours and I just had the greatest time. He's the best. He's the best. Any, ever any, had cool, any cool stories from he Ringo? Would, he or? wouldn't do this, I'm sure. But no, no, he wouldn't. No. No. That Paul McCartney goat does Howard. Yeah, Paul, but it, God, have you seen his fucking writer? I mean, <laughs> no, even, even Howard's over it. He's like, <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. A writer just to come on the show? Well, I mean, they, and then I guess they wanted him to sign a guitar for the you know for something, and it was like a big fucking rigmarole on that deal, and like seven handlers had to get involved and then like all these all these all these um and then on the rebroadcast maybe i'm saying shit i shouldn't be but I'm, <laughs> no, no. but on the re, but on the rebroadcast and the rebroadcast had to be edited in the oh. whole fucking nine yards and, oh. and, and Paul McCartney's lawyers, the stupid ass lawyers that weren't involved to give him a fucking prenup, those people finally got, maybe they're trying to get their, their worth now. now yeah, because yeah, the, they're upset because Howard told him when he was on regular radio before he got married, he's like, you got a prenup? And Paul McCartney's like, uh, no. He's like, uh, what are you, what are you, well, idiot? look what happened. Yeah. Now, what about I you? Know, right? that one legged bitch took my, when, you, my... when you had all these all these um, beggars and hangers on, I'm sure back in the day, when you know when you, when you were on tour and stuff like that, like 87 and 90, did you have the same kind of overthinking going on? And do you know what's going on? Like the whole time, were you like, chill the fuck out? I'll sign this. It's not a big deal. Or did you have people telling you not that to do stuff? That happens a lot in the business, Richard. I mean, we've seen a lot of it where the artists will be like, hey, we've been trying to get a hold of you. And they're like, yeah, the artist is cool no, as shit. But that, but that, yeah, that's totally, that's par for the course. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've run into people after the fact and they were like, yeah, it's too bad you couldn't do that thing. And I go, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. And it's you know stuff that we would have I would have loved to have done. Did you ever have to fire anybody? The GZS mustache over there is being a dick to people. I wouldn't fire anybody over it, but it was. Oh, uh, I would. I'd kick their ass. It was a drag because there were some really great things that I would have you know loved to have been a part of. Now, obviously, he's been with you like twenty one years. Did you ever have to tell him, hey, fire this person for me, or or tell them to chill the fuck out? Oh yeah, he's had to fire people. He's really. He's been. I mean, Billy started out as my sound man. He's still my sound man, but I mean, he does a lot of. He's my my tour manager. Billy just keeps hanging on, buddy. He won't let go. Um, You're the gravy train. Billy's been with me (laughs) twenty twenty three years. Is he an Illinois boy? He's uh, an Ohio boy. Okay, well, part of Ohio, Billy. Columbus, Ohio, yeah. We were in there for, for a, we were there for a couple years, weren't we? On Zeta or something like that? I yes, forget. we were. Something like that. Billy yeah, used I, to Billy used to work for this guy. Remember Henry Lee Summer? Oh, <laughs> hold does, the does fuck he on. Ever. Everybody stop, bitch. Hold Ow! on. Billy, do I Billy? Do you, get Billy on the fucking microphone. I got goosebumps, motherfucker. <laughs> I, t- I was telling them this in the kitchen. Hold on. Hold on. Are you setting me oh, up? Oh, no, no, no. This Bill, is true. Yeah, wait, wait, wait to hear this. Pre, yeah. pre, pre-meth. No, yeah, pre-meth. I'm the first DJ. Wish I had a girl? No, before that, wingtip shoes and all that. Wingtip shoes. He was on a majestic label out of Indianapolis, and a guy, Richie somebody was his, um, uh, what was his manager? His his Uh, manager was, I forget. Jim Bogart. Jim Bogart. And I was on WPFR. He was from Brazil, Indiana, and he used to come play little gymnasiums for us with wingtip shoes and all that kind of shit. And Henry's big... If you ask Henry why he didn't make it, it's because CBS had the fabulous Thunderbirds and like maybe a new Joan Jett or some bullshit at that time, and he didn't get the push. But I'm, I was the first radio personality in 1985 wow. to put Henry on the radio. Now, did Hank, he ever, did he ever tell you Schwartz. that story? 
Like a no, I came a little later. I came uh, on the '87, the first release. When he had, um, when he had the uh, the backup singer for John Cougar Mellencamp, the girl. That's correct. Yeah. Mimi, was Mimi, her name Mimi. Mimi Mapes. Yeah, Mimi Mapes. So we was get, he all sour the whole time you were we managing? Got, we like, got God, see, I would have been there. <laughs> we got to see uh, Mimi's Mapes one night. It oh, was did awesome. you? Yeah, yeah I think Henry cool. might have been fucking Mimi back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think so, man. Well, so <clears> Billy. Henry Lee Summer. Billy was mixing sound, house front of house sound for Henry Lee Summer, and I got Henry Lee Summer to open for my first headlining summer tour because he was a motherfucker of an entertainer. He I could mean, fucking play any cover. <laughs> Blow the he roof off the gymnasium. He could so play I, Louis, Louis, Kingsman, Louis Louie, all so that shit. So for me, it was like pay it forward because the REO guys were so great to me and when I opened for them. So I would tell everybody, get out there and see Henry Lee Summer. And so we did a, a, a summer tour together. And this, this one night I went out watching Henry Lee's show. And I'm going, why does Henry Lee's show sound so much better than mine? And it's because of Billy. So I stole Billy from Henry Lee Summer at the end of the tour. And he's Billy, been with me ever since. When was the first year you worked for Henry Lee? 87? Yes. You might have mixed me when he I he used to bring a couple DJs up on stage and we'd do Louis Lou Louis Louie or whatever by the Kingsman. And and that was me and a guy named Kerry Gray and we did it at like Rockville High School. We did it at the at the Indiana State big ass uh theater. We did it at that outdoor park in Dimming Park in Terre Haute. Oh, you're after all that? Yeah, I was after all that. Yeah. The guy so I I used to bring up on stage and then the guitar player, they play like a another cover and the guitar player would give me a guitar right and he'd go around the stack and i'd act like i was fucking playing the guitar and everybody would think i was because oh, those stupid hillbillies from indiana they don't fucking know i wasn't hitting the strings i, mean, I was in there fucking hitting the strings but he was back in the day a showman he could play Great showman and then he got on fucking math yeah now mm. he's now he's on an episode of cops yeah, yeah hank just, swartz just shame got on ambient slash method it'll do it to you man just i mean shame. remember this right here yeah i heard this song in forever this thing charted like 17, I think. Yep. Down to New Orleans. Down to New Orleans. Take the movie star. He was, um... Now, now, so, let me ask you a question. I mean, do you believe that? Like, he just didn't get pushed correctly by... Because why didn't Henry Lee make it? Just because he was just too hickish, or it just was the, the music era that we were in, or...? I'm going to say I think it just didn't have the right management up front. Didn't oh. have the right push. Right. But, you know, I traded up. Oh, obviously. <laughs> you went from a guy that's doing meth to a guy that sold 30 million plus fucking records and still on the road and so a good guy. When Richard came to you, were you like, gee, I could stay with Henry Lee Summer or <laughs> I could... And like, look at me, me made his titties, or I could maybe keep a good paycheck here going for 20-some years. It was pretty much a no-brainer. <laughs> but, man, I think he's part of a group called the Alligator Brothers now out of Indiana, and I think that, you know, they just do their little Indiana gigs. I think you can get them for like 1800 bucks a night or something like that, and... It's sad, man, because the guy was, you know what? Because we never knew him the way you knew him yeah. and the way I knew him as being, he he would never, he didn't drink, he didn't get high, he didn't do any of that shit. In fact, I know guys backstage that would get high and shit, he'd be like, man, get that shit out of here. He was never that way. Kind of like Midwestern, Indiana kind of deal. And well, the then all was, of a sudden he just got all this, got, went off the fucking deep end. I just remember he, he was uh, one of those people. It's kind of like a lot of guys in radio that we all know that. It's like, dude, you don't talk like that at all off the air, right, you know? Right. Henry Lee, when he was on stage, he was this southern kind of, you know, almost redneck hillbilly. Good old boy. Good old boy. And he'd be like, what y'all up to? And then off the stage, you go, Richard, can we negotiate a couple more months? <laughs> he'd be like, Tanner Hood, Indiana, what's going on? They'd be like, hey, Richard, let's do it. Yeah, like right totally here. no, like no, no, you know, um, southern boy thing off, off stage. It no. was Kind of funny. You told Darling so Danielle, people. don't. Wingtip shoes. Remember all that? Rich, I know you do. Spice, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, who is the biggest dick that you ever toured with? 
I mean, you've, you've you know been around the Night block. Ranger. Night Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, they turned the they turned the lights and sound off on us. <laughs> See, now we've heard a lot. That was their management move, or were the, were the guys in the band. Uh, it was kind of everybody. They were all kind of assholes. Night. And look at those assholes now, man. Sister I mean, you know, Christian. you're out still doing your shit, and they're, I don't, I don't think they're... Oh, they're, they're still doing it. I, uh, they played uh, Lowry Park Zoo about <laughs> a year ago for uh, some food festival. But that was sort of like, that was a great lesson, too, because we had toured with RES Speedwagon for about three months, and then we had, uh, they went off the road, and I, I, was pl- I was headlining smaller places, but we were still wanting to do, like, the bigger places, so we got an offer to open for Night Ranger on, on like, three shows. And then we went back to REO a few weeks after that, right? So we go out, and we go out with uh, with night, Nightmare Rangers, I used to call them. Yeah. And they were such fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, a couple, weeks later, a couple weeks later, when we went back, the first show with REO, I hugged every guy. Kevin, like, I love you. And the band. I was like, you guys. And, and they would always, like, REO would always let us have a sound check. And, like, they were just such yeah, total mentions. What you know? did Night Ranger do that was so bad? I mean, obviously, well, they wouldn't let us have a sound check. They wouldn't let us have a sound check. And then, and, and frankly, at that time, I was having a lot more success than they were. So they were That's jealous. the problem. So we, the crowd was, like, going crazy, right? And literally, I'm not talking like, I, I understand if we were going like five or six minutes over or something, but we were going like, we were about to go 90 seconds over on the, don't mean nothing, on the big hit. Right. Oh, God. And on the, fun, on the grand finale. shut us off. Oh, man. 90 seconds over. And they got booed. The audience booed them. Growing up, <laughs> that was growing, awesome. Growing up, you know, two years within me, growing up in Indiana, wanted to get your opinion on this guy. We'll see if you're a fan of this guy. I'm a huge fan. And have you ever had any interaction with John? Just a little bit. And uh, I've heard I've heard mixed things about John. I've heard he's very intense. I've, I've heard, heard mixed the, you know, things too. But I can tell you this, uh, and it's it's a it's not an interesting story, so I won't bore you with the details. But there was a, a something that went down in my business life mm-hmm. that only John Mellencamp could cor- corroborate something that was going on, and I ended ended up having to fire my manager over it. Um, John was. He was so great with me. I mean, he was like he told me the truth and he helped me out, and so I, I have nothing but props. I've, for him. I've heard a, a lot of uh, good things. He's a pretty, pretty astute businessman. Like he's pretty, yeah. pretty with it. Yeah. And uh, Henry used to open up for Cougar all the time yeah. in Indiana, and yeah. uh, and so that's the only interaction I ever had was with. You with, know what song? Henry. Nobody know. Nobody remembers, and because it, it wasn't a hit, but I thought it was so cool. Uh, was a song called Human Wheels. Remember that song? No. no. Check out Human Wheels by John, John Mellencamp. Yeah. This is always one of my favorites. This is kind of after the... This is kind of after he started... Uh, I always love Cherry Bomb. I always love that one. And uh, then some of his... Wasn't I Need a Lover the real early stuff? Wasn't, yeah. That's that, real, that was when he was Johnny Cougar. Yeah. And you know, when I was in Indiana back like in 77, 76, 78, he used to tour around the state with a, like a U-Haul. It said Johnny Cougar before he'd really made it. And you could still see him like in a high school kind of deal back you know, in the day. Spice, like you were talking about paying your dues? Yeah. That dude paid his dues. Oh yeah, See, and I appreciate that. Like that's why I'm, I'm with you. I can't respect any of these American Idol artists because they don't. They didn't do shit to get it. They didn't earn it. it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, he's he sold some records now, hasn't he? I mean, oh, he sold some records. Shitload of records. He's about this tall though. <laughs> he's about that fucking tall. He's the guy that poses for trophies. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's the. He. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Richard, I, we've been. T- I heard he has, to, he has to leave at eleven. Well, he's got to get yeah. loaded yeah, in Orlando. Yeah, so he's yeah. got to load in. Which, and, by the uh, way, he'll be at Plaza Theater tonight in Orlando. If you're around that area, and then he's going to be in Fort Pierce. Yep, Fort I Pierce think the next on, day on then, Saturday. Then he's out. Then he goes to Vienna. Vienna. What? Austria? <laughs> no, Taipei. I have no idea what that is. Where's Vienna? Yeah, you know where Taipei I is? thought it was a sausage. No, no I'm saying. I'm oh. saying. Uh, he oh. say it says your, Vienna on your schedule. Oh, where's Vienna, Billy? Uh, outside of 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I'm yeah. doing those shows with Matt Scannell uh, next month. Uh, oh, cool. As an acoustic duo, and then the band and I are going to Taipei in the middle of April too. Now, Richard, uh, do you have any new stuff out? Uh, coming out over uh, probably by the end of the summer. And uh, almost done. RichardMarks.com. I mean, oddly Richard enough, com. for the new stuff. Yeah. I can't tell you, man, how uh, much of a breath of fresh air you are and how much I enjoyed you know, seeing Same you Same here, man. It was really fun. I'm sorry Thanks about asking about in. your dad's penis size. I mean, I, <laughs> no, it was cool because <laughs> I always, always remember. That was a natural tie-in. I thought, I thought it was like, yeah, you continuity. Know, if, you, if I said, hey, man, I got a, I got a, um, I got a big uh, gold chain in the back, wouldn't you say how fucking big is it? Well, yeah. I mean, when you said big, I mean, I just, you know, I just, right. sorry about that. Right. You're yeah. like, so did you ever see how big your dad's dick was? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Lost, dude. Cool. Here I'm talking about poor guy in the back with a cheesy ass mustache. An, you made an impression on me. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if it's a good one, though, Richard. So when I, I call be... you and say, hey, can we get Lifehouse in the studio? Can you hook us up? And, yeah. and I'll be like, this is the Bubba show. You're like, who? You know, Bubba, the guy who asked how big your dad's penis is. You're like, <laughs> oh, oh, those guys. I yeah. wanted to be a good impression. Like, see, he's got good <laughs> thoughts of Howard, Brett. Now he's, and Howard, you know, <laughs> Howard's usually the most shocking guy. <laughs> right. And, and I, I, now he thinks, God, that fat guy from no, fucking I Florida asked how bad I got nothing but love for you, man. Well, I, I apologize. I had fun. I had fun. I, we had fun as well. And I got to tell you, man, um, you're very, very nice. And you're just a breath of fresh air because we've had a lot of people in here. And. Uh, you and Kevin, just like some of the old timers. Not that you're old timer, but you know. You, know. <laughs> you were going. It was, it was ass, going man. really well. And you're, only, ass. you're a bit of an old timer. But... <laughs> <laughs> and he's only two years older than me. God, look at how fucking pathetic I am. I'm 44, and I haven't sold shit. And and, and you know this guy, and we're from virtually, we're from 120 miles from each other. This yeah. guy's 46, successfully been married longer than I've you know could even think about being married. I got a prenup. He doesn't. He doesn't need one. His wife truly loves him. My wife loves me for my money. And, and you know, and he's got three lovely kids and sold 30 million records. And I just... Uh, that sounds like a country song he could write. <laughs> yeah, I'm a yeah. nomad of radio. Been fired, you know, this many fucking times. Scrambling around. Interviewing successful men like him. By the way, country music, Keith Urban, you wrote that hit with him. Was he ever on... Did you ever see him on meth? <laughs> While you were working with him? Was not he all that, fuckered up? Not that I was aware of. He was never fuckered up? Not, not so much. Not so much. You should be a politician, Richard. Should. Uh, anyway, man, thank you so very much, Richard. Yeah, I and, ragged on a couple guys, right? Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He, brought, he brought it. You don't, need, you don't need to be validated. Here's what, I'll, here's what I'll tell you about Keith Urban. You want me to rag? Yes. Oh, yeah, rag. You want me to tell you something about Absolutely. Keith Urban? <laughs> Keith Urban is a really great guy, and Henry Rollins is a prick. There you go. <laughs> and I heard and I heard you're going to write Henry a letter saying, get the fuck out of the business. Yeah. Get the fuck out of business, Henry. I've been told that you told me again, well, fuck you, you get out of the business first. I heard that Henry Rollins was thinking of retiring, and I thought, from what? <laughs> I can watch the movies he's been in. <laughs> Hey, Richard uh, Mark says, I've sold 30 million fucking records. Fuck uh, movies, bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Richard, thank you so very much. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. And tonight's tonight where, Spice? Where? Uh, tonight's at Orlando, the Plaza Theater. Plaza Theater. RichardMarks.com. The Richard. The Richard Marks. With not the mullet anymore. More stylish. The artist formerly known as Popular. <laughs>